Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Hey, what's up? Tuesday mornings. I I almost did it right out of the gate. I almost (laughs) said Sports Talk Mississippi right out of the gate. Obviously not Gerard Gibbert on this Tuesday. Richard Cross uh, sliding forward a few hours with you. And uh, glad to be with you. Thanks uh, for being with us on Super Talk Mississippi, for listening uh, perhaps online at supertalk.fm or maybe watching on Supertalk TV. Richard Cross and Rhino on the other side of the glass. What's up, my man? It's been howdy, a while. Howdy, howdy. It has been a while. You're pulling double duty today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here in Jackson for this, and then hustle back in Sports Talk Mississippi, and then a baseball game tonight. So, yeah, big, big triple day. Duty. Triple Triple duty today. How are you? Not too bad. Just uh, getting not anxious, just ready to get it out of the way because I have my first Kung Flu sicken shot this afternoon. Which uh, I, I, I'm assuming it's not going to be Johnson & Johnson. One, since I, you said I guess first, not. and second, because we've got some news on that front. Wow. Uh, do you know, are you Pfizer, Moderna, don't know? I'm just going to show up and take what they got. There you go. Uh, you know it's not a big deal, right? Yeah. Okay. I know at least a couple dozen people that have already gotten it. Yeah. And they haven't grown an extra arm. They don't have a black helicopter following them. No, so when I got my first shot, absolutely nothing. I mean, a little sore on the arm the next day. Second shot was, um, I was actually the last time I was here in Jackson. I had gotten it the day before. And I just kind of, it wasn't like I was 100% right that day, which I'm sure there's a joke mixed in there somewhere uh, regardless. But no, I just kind of felt a little off, maybe a little achy, almost like you had like a low-grade fever. I don't know if I did or not. I never checked my fever. And then woke up the next day and felt great. And... uh, uh, nobody in my family that's taken it has had issues. Uh, apparently, though, that is not the case for everyone, at least with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. From the Associated Press, the U.S. is recommending a pause in using the single-dose Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine to investigate reports of potentially dangerous blood clots. All right, what are we talking about here, Rhino? We're talking about six cases of blood clots, all six in females between the ages of 18 and 48, out of 7 million vaccines. The odds of it happening to you if you have had a Johnson & Johnson shot are slim to none, but out of an abundance of caution, because it's six people now that have had it happen to them, they're going to put a pause on it and figure out what's going on with this group of people. And I've already seen conjecture... It's not backed up by any scientific study yet, but because of the the demographics and the age group of those impacted and affected, they're thinking it could be something to do with birth control, which is prevalent in women of that age group, and there are a lot of contraindications with birth control and other medications. Yeah. Uh, because you're dealing with hormones and hormone right. imbalance and stuff having to work together and, and everything do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the abundance of caution thing. 
The odds of winning the Powerball. I heard uh, I heard Paul give the uh, Mega Millions uh, jackpot tonight, two hundred and something million dollars, and you take the cash equivalent, it's one hundred and forty-eight million, which is you know still not bad. Life-changing money. And then you take the forty-two percent out of that for the thirty-seven percent tax rate and the five percent miss, and it's still a lot of money. Uh, when it's all said and done. Odds of winning the Powerball or Mega Millions, one in about $220 million, give or take. Uh, so the odds are certainly better, or worse, depending on how you look at it, that um, you could potentially develop a blood clot as a result of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine but we're still talking about more than one in a million. Um, and this Johnson & Johnson vaccine is one that has been hailed as, hey, it's only one shot. Now, one of the things that I've heard, and I'm, I'm sure you have as well, is that if you have had COVID and you go the route of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, the single-dose vaccine, then it's almost like you're getting a booster shot. Whereas if you have not had COVID, that maybe the efficacy is a little bit higher by going the Pfizer or Moderna route, which are the two-shot vaccines, in which the second shot kind of acts as a booster shot anyway. I don't know. People that are smarter than I am told me that, but they're not Dr. Fauci. And, of course, he's the smartest person uh, in the history of the world. Uh, you know, To not only be a, an amazing uh, scientist and medical doctor, but also a public policymaker, an economist, a, uh, you know, kind of a, a global ombudsman, if you will. This guy, he is the only person probably in the history of the world that has figured out how to get 30 hours out of a 24-hour day. He's involved in so much, I don't know that he ever sleeps. And he's an expert in absolutely everything that he does. Burning Bush, Dr. Fauci. That's my favorite nickname. I, I have a friend that has said, you know, <laughs> since like way back, in, like this started last March. He's like, hey, what's Burning Bush Fauci got to say today? <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, uh, he would have had a lot better. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. He, he would have, it would have been better for him and for everyone in general if he had picked a lane and stuck with it, I believe. And yet. It's not uh, not how things work. So we'll keep an eye on uh, on what happens with uh, with this. Uh, you can hit us up on the C Spire text line. That number is 80, uh, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. We'd love to hear for you, uh, from you. We'd love to connect. Uh, yes, somebody says a familiar voice in an unfamiliar time. Thomas in Greenwood wants to know if we are being facetious about Fauci. You know, Thomas, I'm just going to let you be the judge of that. <laughs> we don't have to spell everything out. I'll just, I'll just uh, let you be the judge as we uh, we go through. We would love to hear from you. Love for you to connect. Uh, a number of things coming up. Secretary of State Michael Watson uh, will join us about 10 minutes from uh, right now, maybe a little less than that. He is uh, on the road to northeast Mississippi and uh, taking care of some things, but he's going to talk with us a, a little bit about these ballot initiatives that are, uh, are going on, what's happening in the Secretary of State's office, uh, what he anticipates as oral arguments begin tomorrow before the Mississippi Supreme Court with regard to um, 65, it's not 65A anymore, it's 65 that was voted on by, the, by Mississippians, and yet lawsuits abound. And um, Although I think... At least part of the population would like for the the narrative to be that the, the Supreme Court lawsuit is against 65. The Supreme Court lawsuit is against the 
the the concept of medical marijuana, but in reality, that that's a motivating factor. But it's it's all coming down to legal technicalities and whether or not the citizens of the state have a legal revenue or a legal avenue. course avenue for changing or fixing or amending or doing anything with regards to the Constitution and doing or not doing away with, but doing an end around on the legislature. If depending on how the Supreme Court course Supreme Case course works out, we're gonna see either a couple other lawsuits on previous ballot initiatives or we're going to probably see the legislature have to come around and say all right, they said this is okay, but we still got to fix it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think where you started there is important. That this is not necessarily the Supreme Court's not, not deciding the, the constitutionality of medical marijuana. That is correct. But smart people who understand constitutional law and how to go about getting things they want in different ways than through ballot initiatives are using what probably could be described as a loophole to try and get a law that they didn't like that was voted in overwhelmingly by Mississippians turned over. Right. I mean, let's not pretend for a second like that's not what this is about. Right. That, that is what this is about. But they are absolutely using legal means to try and go about it. And we'll see. Um, I, I do think it's fascinating. I, I, if I understand correctly, and we'll ask Michael Watson more about this, the, the basis of the lawsuit that was filed by the city of the Madison, city of Madison and, and the mayor and the mayor is based on the former five congressional districts in which 20% of the signatures for a ballot initiative had to come from each of the five congressional districts and the fact is we don't even have five con- congressional districts anymore and that law or that wording was not updated along the way and therefore the process by which uh, the ballot initiative was sought and placed on the ballot ultimately for a vote was non-constitutional and therefore the Supreme Court is being asked to turn it over. That's kind of what's at stake here. Uh, you know, there, I think most, I think, a, nah, I don't want to say most, uh, painting with way too big of a brush here. There are a lot of people that look at this law and say there's a lot that is wrong with it, with the way that it was put into place. And there's a great big spending campaign to get 65 passed, and 65A was just too complicated. And it was too late in the process to try and educate people in the differences between 65 and 65A. And what you ended with up with was an overwhelming number of people in the state of Mississippi voting for 65. And then you got folks that are trying to turn it over. We'll ask uh, Michael Watson about that. I also have an off-the-wall question for Michael Watson. We'll see if he's done his homework. With regard to the state of Mississippi's land ownership, something that's curious to me. It's the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard on this Tuesday. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Xmark pricing and special Xmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. 
That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Spring Seating Spectacular at Must of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or $1,500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Savings Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. being with us on this Tuesday morning. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbard on the JT Show. Our pleasure to welcome the Secretary of State of the great state of Mississippi, Michael Watson, who's traveling today and is kind enough to spend a few minutes uh, with us. Mr. Secretary, good morning. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Awfully good to uh, hear your voice. No, we've only got a few minutes with you, so let's, uh, let's dive right in. I, I think a bunch to get to. 
and uh, would love to start with uh, with what's happening at the Mississippi uh, Supreme Court today. Uh, this is not, I guess, 100% in your lane, but certainly, uh, Michael, something that you've been involved with going back to uh, Initiative 65 and 65A and the constitutionality of five districts versus four districts. What do you anticipate as we, uh, we begin oral arguments tomorrow before the Supreme Court? Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, obviously, we were involved with that, uh, with the litigation piece, and I uh, look forward to going to the hearing tomorrow at 1030. Uh, I think, Richard, you know, with, without giving away too much, uh, there, there are good arguments on both sides. And, uh, you know, we we dialed ours down to, to what we thought was, was pertinent and uh, a great argument, in my opinion. And uh, obviously, I'm a little bit partial. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we've got this one right. So we'll see what the court does. Uh, it, it's going to be, again, uh, historic type hearing, uh, something that's going to impact the state for a long time to come. So I'm looking forward to being in chambers and, and listening to the argument. I, I am curious if this is simply, we're talking about the constitutionality piece, and if the justices will look at all into the overwhelming results of the vote that the people of the state of Mississippi spoke with regard to how they feel uh, about ultimately the legalization of medical marijuana. Does that factor into this, or is that just not part of what we're hearing? Well, you know, it should not, Richard. Uh, this is a question of whether or not the, the statute and how it's constructed, how it's construed, and how it plays with the Constitution. So um, I think it's important, again, that, that Mississippians understand that. There's a, a legal argument here. It has nothing to do with the result of the election. Now, that being said, we all know that they are elected officials, uh, they're supposed to be, you know, impartial and, and obviously weigh out the justice of this and make sure they make the right decision. But in the back of their minds, I'm sure they kind of think through, hey, look, you know, um, yeah, there was overwhelming support for this. We, we need to make sure we get this right. And I think that weight uh, will, will really make them uh, understand, hey, this decision is going to be <laughs> a big one, and we're going to hear from it regardless one way or the other. So let's get it right because so many eyes are on this. Visiting with Secretary of State Michael Watson here in the uh, the state of Mississippi, um, ballot initiatives, uh, in, in some ways kind of a hot topic, because people have seen that this is a, a mechanism to get something uh, on the books and, and perhaps bring it to the uh, the population from a voting standpoint. Five of these are active right now? Is, is, that, is that accurate? That is accurate. And I think, Richard, you saw that with the medical marijuana, I think, uh, in, a, in a large part, Mississippians were, were kind of upset. Look, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. We haven't seen the legislature move on it. We're just going to do this ourselves. And I think you're seeing that not just in Mississippi, but across the country with more initiatives now. We've got five, uh, as you mentioned there, that are, that are active. Uh, we've got the flag initiative. We've got uh, term limits. Uh, we had a hearing yesterday on the expansion of Medicaid. Uh, that's one that's going to be before us before too long. We've got uh, two others. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head which ones those are. Uh, but we, we've got you know a lot of work going on right now with, with initiatives, and it's, it's important that Mississippians understand the process. So we'll be educating them and, and walking through that as we go. So, so I want to circle back to the process in a second, but it seems to me that there's you know, a fairly fine line to walk here between the empowerment of everyday citizens who are not elected elected officials who have a very unique way to have their voice heard. But the the other side of this is sometimes these ballot initiatives are pushed by outside groups, and it's almost like the tail kind of wagging the dog as opposed to the other way around. what's the what's the balance between this? Are, are we? Are we operating on a slippery slope, or do you think this is a good thing? 
Yeah, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's interesting. Judge Green said this yesterday in court. She said, you know, at the end of the day, I trust Mississippi voters to make the right decisions. You know, it's our job at the Secretary of State's office to inform Mississippians to make sure they understand the initiatives. What will they do? What are the consequences? So, you know, that's one of the things we saw last year traveling around Mississippi uh, and having our five public hearings and talking through the initiative. What does this mean? What is this about? You know, you had folks on the on the pro side, folks on the con side, uh, to make sure that everybody kind of understood, hey, what, what are the benefits? What are the, the consequences? What are the drawbacks? So at the end of the day, I do believe Mississippians will get it right, no matter who comes in and funds it. Uh, but but that is an important piece. When you're, when you're on an issue that someone's, you know, spending millions of dollars to, to advocate for and you don't have the money to advocate against, that's a, that's a tough part. And you're, that's, I think that's where the slippery slope may come in. Uh, but we, we as, as the Secretary of State's office, again, have the duty to make sure we're educating Mississippians on those issues. All right, so you mentioned the process a second ago. Walk us through the process uh, for getting an initiative or an agenda item on the ballot for a popular vote. Got it. And, and by the way, I was uh, reminded of the other two. Uh, legalization of recreational marijuana is one of the others, and then early voting. So those are the uh, five that are out there. But the process is... Yeah, a lot of, lot of hot-button issues there. <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the least. Uh, but basically the process is a uh, group files with us uh, their intentions of an initiative, uh, initiative process. We send it over to the Attorney General's office. Uh, they go through basically and, and formulate a ballot title as well as a ballot summary of what the initiative is supposed to, to say and uh, are due. And it's supposed to be a clear and accurate representation, and so that's what actually we were on the, uh, in a hearing yesterday about for the expansion of Medicaid. But then it comes back to us, and once it is certified, they go to the collection of signature process. Uh, so then you'll see folks around the state gathering the signatures, which, by the way, we'll be talking about tomorrow in the hearing. I, I was going to say, is it from four yeah. congressional <laughs> districts or five? Yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a question that will be answered here soon. Uh, but that, that process then, they start gathering the signatures, uh, those signatures have to be verified by the circuit clerks in the various counties. Uh, comes back to us. Uh, it has to be turned in uh, by October, so we can get it to the legislature by January. And they have the opportunity to provide a ballot alternative or initiative, uh, as we saw in 42, as we saw in 65. Uh, the legislature has the opportunity to present an alternative, and those are the two that show up on the ballot. So that's that's basically the process. All right. So uh, it's not an easy process. It's not one without steps, but certainly it is uh, something that we've seen uh, that has been effective in recent years. Uh, about three more minutes with uh, Secretary of State Michael Watson. A couple of other things I want to hit on with you. A couple of months back, there was uh, some confusion uh, at the local level across the state of Mississippi uh, based on an attorney general's opinion with regard to um, residency requirements in alderman races, board of supervisor races, and you did not necessarily agree with the AG's opinion. Where does where does that back and forth stand as we get closer and closer to municipal elections that are happening in the summer in a lot of places? Yeah, so we just we just wrapped up primaries last week, Richard. Right. Uh, got some runoffs out there, but uh, you know, I thought that the timing of it was the worst part of it because you had so many Mississippians that wanted to run for office, had, had spent money, had knocked on doors already, and then they were, you know, basically had the rug jerked out from under them. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but we've had two court opinions, I believe, uh, come out that disagreed with the attorney general. Uh, those are lower level courts, and so it, it's not, you know, you, you can't use that in a different court. Now it is advisable, but uh, if those are appealed and go up, then we would have an official ruling. But 
again, um, you know, we saw it in Diaberville, we saw it in Oxford, we saw it in Clinton, we saw it uh, all over the state. And it was unfortunate for those individuals who basically, uh, had, again, had, had spent the money, the effort, uh, put the prayers in, and made a decision to serve Mississippians, and, and all of a sudden uh, kind of jerked out from under them. And, and so we go forward with people who were operating in what they thought was good faith and have the ability to continue to run for those offices, although there were some people who just backed out of the races based on the AG's opinion, correct? That's exactly right. And, and But, Richard, I'll tell you this. We had some executive committees who basically said, no, I, don't, I don't agree with that opinion, and we had encouraged the candidates who want to run to stay in the race. And we saw that in some parts of the state, and right. they, were, they were vindicated by that decision when the, the judges uh, ruled on the, the various cases that are out there. So we'll, we'll see and continue to track that in the court system. Last thing for you, and this is kind of off the wall and has nothing to do with what we were talking about. I did give you a heads up. I was going to ask you about this. In addition to being Secretary of State, you are kind of the de facto land commissioner for the state of Mississippi as well. How much property, uh, in terms of acreage, does the state of Mississippi own? So, Richard's about 440,000 acres, and uh, some of the bigger collections that we have, uh, obviously the, the lead there would be the wildlife parks, uh, wildlife fishers and parks, and they have 100, roughly 150,000, just, just shy of that. Uh, you've got several of our, our levy districts that have large portions of land. Uh, Department of Corrections, 36,000 acres. IHL, 31,000 acres. Okay. We can go through that list, but there's a, there's a ton of land out there that the state owns. I looked on Zillow and couldn't find any of it for sale. Does that hit the market at, at good rates or not so much? <laughs> so you can come to uh, to our office, and we have taxable bit of properties for sale. We would love to save some land. <laughs> Sounds good. Michael, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Always good to catch up. Be safe on the road. Thanks, Richard. Take care, buddy. That is Mississippi Secretary of State Michael Watson joining us on the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbert. What did he say, 440,000 acres? Oh, yeah. That's a nice hunting property right there. It's a chunk of land. We'll be right back. And the name in rock and roll. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, partly sunny conditions, high near 82. Tonight, 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 70 degrees. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an X mark. 
This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Xmark pricing and special Xmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Supreme Court will hear arguments tomorrow in a lawsuit on the marijuana initiative. But Attorney General Lynn Fitch says the case is really about protecting the rights of Mississippians to amend the Constitution and not about the substance. If you look at how the law is written, it says you look at the petition based on five congressional districts. This met the letter of the law. The Secretary of State approved it. Now, we have four congressional districts now, but it's semantic. We're talking about just the, the numbers, but they all met the criteria and the requirements to be able to move forward. And Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest was at a border facility in Texas Monday to see the crisis for himself. Last week, this facility detained over 5,000 children, over 2,000 percent over capacity. As the situation along the southwest border continues to deteriorate, the administration must act immediately to address this crisis. I'm Andy Davis. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. 
It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Secretary of State Michael Watson joining us. This is the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbert with you on this Tuesday. Thanks for being with us. We will, a little bit later, get into the hubbub that is the statement from the NCAA, the National Collegiate Athletics Association, not because I'm a sports guy talking about sports on the JT Show, No, because this is something that is grabbing the attention of everyone. There are people that are claiming overreach from the NCAA with regard to um, threatening, I suppose would be the right word, to uh, limit the number of places that can host events based on discriminatory transgender laws. You also have folks that are saying, nope, we're drawing a line in the sand. You're not going to tell us what to do. We're not going to be dictated by the NCAA, this, that, and the other. But hanging in the balance of all this, and I think of concern to many Mississippians, is what this could potentially mean for postseason baseball in the state of Mississippi. As we stand right now, it is very likely, very likely, that both Mississippi State and Ole Miss will be, at the very least, regional host sites, perhaps super regional hosts as well, and Southern Miss, uh, who has an RPI of 19 right now and is coming off a four-game sweep of UAB over the weekend on the Diamond, is, uh, is also a program that is in the mix to be perhaps a regional host as well. So what does that all mean? Um, my gut reaction, and we're not going to go down this road, we'll, we'll hold this for a second, My gut reaction is it doesn't mean much of anything right now. This was not a bylaw. This was not a new law. It was not a decree. It was simply a statement by the NCAA reminding everyone of what they have the power to do. Uh, But boy, has it gotten folks dander up in the last 18 hours. And so we will uh, dive more into that. But you piqued my interest, Rhino. Let's take a look at the markets. You you said funny money first, right? Oh, Cryptocurrencies. Yeah. My my funny money account looks pretty good, and I haven't had to do anything. What what uh, what what is it you have invested in? I've I've jokingly talked about Bitcoin in the past, and yep. I have invested a grand total of three dollars and eighteen cents on an app called Coinbase. Okay. But because of some features they have where you, you learn about new cryptocurrencies and they give you a couple bucks worth and you can move it around however you want to, since start of the year, turn of the, turn of the year, January 5th or 6th, I think is when I started, my $3.18 investment is now over 100 bucks. There you go. And is that in Bitcoin or is that in a different cryptocurrency? Uh, it's mostly in Bitcoin. It's a little bit in Stellar Lumens and Ethereum and a couple others, but the vast majority of that's in Bitcoin, like 99% of it. It appears that I made a mistake. So you you said you use Coinbase? Oh, yeah. So I've got Robinhood, and I didn't shut it down after all the craziness of GameStop and whatnot. Maybe I should have. So 
for whatever reason, I had a very small amount of I had $36.77 worth of Bitcoin, which equated to about three one-thousandths of a single coin at the time. That was when Bitcoin was trading at $11,785. I got rid of that on August 24th of 2020. We're sitting on April 13th of 2021, and uh, Bitcoin has quintupled in value. It is currently trading at 63000 and change. It is up almost $3,000, or about 4.8% today. And they're expecting another jump up because tomorrow you have the initial public offering of Coinbase, the app that I use. There you go. You're going to jump all over that? (laughs) I kind of doubt it. Uh, Ethereum is up. Binance Coin is down. XRP USD. Another crypto... Ah, whatever. What yeah. I want to do is I want to jump on this NFT bandwagon. Well, and okay, that's what I was going to ask. Do you have a clear understanding of what an NFT is? Uh, as About as clear as you can get. It, an Which NF- is to say, not really? Well, an, an NFT is, is essentially using the technology that has been around for a decade now with cryptocurrency by using a unique series of letters and numbers that is your electronic encrypted signature. And you can put that signature on a piece of digital artwork that you've scanned into a computer or made on a computer. And through the the cryptocurrency infrastructure that's been set up, you can then show you have ownership of the original. One of the things going around right now is memes. Everybody's seen memes for years now. But the original JPEG file that started a meme can now be signed by the person that originally made it or the person in the picture. Yeah. It's signed digitally, and then you're you're selling that file. And the the value is really only in the, the fact that it's the original. And a lot of people make fun of it because you can just right-click on your computer and save the picture, and you've got a copy of it, but it's a copy. It's not the original. It's kind of like the Mona Lisa. You can see the Mona Lisa on your phone, you can see it on a computer screen, but you've got to go to the Louvre to see it in person. The NFT aspect of it is yeah. the trip to the Louvre. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you ultimately. And, I mean, there's very much a capitalist deal to this. What you have is what someone is willing to pay for it. Oh, yeah, and it's very much a bubble right now. I mean, there are people dropping half a million bucks on a collage of cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Thomas in Greenwood says no Dogecoin. I Doge thought about or it. Doja? I think it's Doge. Dogecoin. Jimmy in Tupelo says Richard, we don't care. Okay. That is incredibly constructive to conversation on the radio, Jimmy. Uh good to hear you. Uh, Amanda in Mike uh, in Pike County uh, Beanie Babies, NFT for Beanie Babies, the originals? You could you could take a picture of your Beanie Baby collection, and because it's your collection and you've signed it digitally, you could sell it as an NFT. There you go. What do you have that you could uh, make money off of via NFT? I have a bunch of notebooks in my office back there with doodles in it. You think somebody would pay for that? No. Yeah, probably not. Uh, a number of jokes about, oh, Richard, you got up early today. Yeah, with you uh, a little bit earlier this afternoon. Or this morning. Um, 
couple of things that are out there that uh, are, are pretty fascinating. And, and again, the reason I, I kind of started down the road but stopped, I feel like we need a little bit more time to kind of unpack this this transgender thing with the uh, with the NCAA. So let's just have fun for a second. The Rock, Dwayne oh, Johnson. No. What's he done now? Could he be your next celebrity president? There's a lot of people that want him to run. Dwayne Johnson says he'll run for president if it's, quote, what the people want. In a preview of his Sunday Today interview with Willie Geist, Johnson, who is better known as The Rock, speaks more about a potential run for president. Follows his reaction over the weekend to a poll showing that 46% of Americans would support his presidential bid. He said, in our divided country... Uh, This was the question, I think. In our divided country, there aren't that many people we all agree on anymore. This was Willie Geist asking Dwayne Johnson, is that something that still interests you? Dwayne Johnson said, so I do have the goal to unite our country. It's noble. And I also feel that if this is what the people want, then I will do that. If you only know Dwayne jo- uh, Johnson as The Rock, as a wrestler that you know able, was able to kind of arch his eyebrow funny, you've missed out on a guy that has been wildly successful in a bunch of different endeavors. He is... He's such a big guy that it's almost believable in a movie for him to stomp and have an entire parking garage just crumble. Almost, right? Almost. Um, college football player, professional wrestler... Accomplished actor, accomplished movie producer, businessman. He's part of the investment group that is now um, giving the XFL another run, but looks like they're doing it in a way that's got some other partnerships that actually has a chance to make it successful. I don't know if those things qualify you to be the president of the United States or not. I do know that, well... Never mind. Not sure where I... I was headed down about three different directions and just pressed pause on uh, all of those. I think the the best thing to take from this is his approach and his mindset. It's not one of ego saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to run trying to play. It's, it's if the people want it, sure. I think anybody can appreciate that approach. Uh, somebody said, and he is a big-time liberal. Well, I mean, that's not terribly surprising that somebody from Hollywood and entertainment would fall on the left side of things. Amanda says The Rock would bring back the president, uh, president's physical fitness test in P.E. Somebody says, uh, Tom and Carthage says at least he would have a heck of a lot more stage present than the guy you, uh, presence than the guy you got right now. The Rock can only run if the primary is a wrestling match. And so on. We'll be back. You know when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. 
Gallo here. Been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland and the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130 and check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com That's LeeWillBuyIt.com here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. We want to help you take control of your bill. Heating and cooling your home requires significant power, but you can minimize seasonal spikes to your bill by choosing level billing from Entergy. We'll average your energy costs throughout the year to help reduce surprises. You can also coordinate your Entergy bill with your monthly budget through our Pick-A-Date option. Learn more at Entergy.com slash MyPaymentOptions. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 82 to 82.33. October cotton was down 5 to 80.87. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up 10 and a quarter to 13.92 and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were up 9 and a quarter to 13.88 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up 11 and a half to 5.80 and a half per bushel. July corn was up 10 cents to 5.66 per bushel. The mercantile June live cattle was down 35 to 121.77. August live cattle was down 40 to 121.55. May feeders down 127 to 148.42. August feeders down 125 to 159.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 131 points, 33,613. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig, respect utility markers on your dig site, and dig safely. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. If the Rock ran for president, would uh, would he speak about himself in the third person? One could only hope. White House press secretary has a plan to get more white conservatives to take the vaccine, and other thoughts from Jen Psaki. The New York Times last week came with a story that Mississippi um, was having a hard time getting folks vaccinated, but it's not just. Um, Mississippi. It's a bunch of other rural states, Ohio, Oklahoma, they're at 34% um, vaccination rate. Even so, opening up vaccines to out-of-staters. I know we talked a little bit about before the preliminary steps, but has the White House been in touch with these governors to see what they can do now? Because, of course, this impacts her immunity and the goals of the White House just to get these shots in arms. Well, there are a number of steps that we've taken in the recent weeks, uh, including uh, we're also looking for, we've run PSAs on the deadliest catch. We're engaged with NASCAR and country music TV. We're looking for a range of creative ways to get directly connected to white conservative communities. We won't always be the best messengers, but we're still trying to meet people where they are, but also empower local organizations. We won't always be the best messengers, but, you know, we're running some PSAs on NASCAR and Deadliest Catch. By the way, the question was a little bogus. Mississippi's having a problem with vaccinations. Oh, really? Are we? Is that why we have so many people from out of state come into this state to get them? Because they can't get them in theirs? I mean, what, we're a million three vaccinated? That was the number last week. That doesn't include the uh, reporting deficiencies in some places. Probably more like a million five. Population of about three million. You move the zero to 16-year-olds from the population, and that number comes down well below two and a half million. And I'd say we're doing a pretty darn good job in Mississippi with vaccinations. When you got folks driving all the way from Houston and Nashville and Savannah, Georgia and Orlando, Florida and Kentucky, I mean, you, we have seen reports of people with license plates from every single surrounding state and every state surrounding those. So yeah. we, we must be doing something wrong. Sure. I had a buddy that was, uh, he was leaving the Dallas airport a couple of weeks ago and was just making small talk with somebody else that was there and said, um, you guys headed a little vacation or whatever? No, we're just going to get our vaccine. You're doing what? Yeah, I mean, we can't get it right now in Texas. I mean, obviously things have opened up more in Texas since then as well. I think they've surpassed 14 million vaccinations in the state of Texas. But yeah, uh, they were flying to Memphis and then driving to DeSoto County or wherever in Mississippi to be able to get the vaccines because it was easy to do. Feel however you want to about the governor. I mean, I'm not asking you to feel one way or the other. Vaccinations in the state of Mississippi, this process, 
initially with the National Guard and since with pharmacies and medical offices and whatnot, has been outstanding. It's gone really, really well. Uh, This clearly is somebody that doesn't want a vaccination, says they can stick that needle where the sun don't shine. Another, people always want to act like Mississippi is behind or a problem, but Mississippians are so open and accepting. I got to the point, like, when national people want to talk about Mississippi like they really know what's going on, it's just, you just sit back and smile. Laugh at their ignorance. Tell you one thing Mississippi had right last weekend, and is going to have right this weekend, is the attendance policy at baseball games. (laughs) We had 34,000 people show up for three games in Oxford over the weekend with Ole Miss hosting Arkansas. And guess what you got this weekend? Super Bulldog Weekend! Ole Miss headed to Mississippi State for a three-game baseball series, football game on Saturday in Starkville, and a whole lot of other stuff going on. Uh, Tim and McGee says, get COVID and people will run to that vaccination site. I promise. Uh, William says, I've had it, and I too say the process was fantastic. Did you go to? Are you going to a pharmacy, or are you going through a... One of the state sites or what? I'm going to one of the state sites. Yeah. One of the drive-ups. Never get out of your vehicle. Roll through, check the paperwork, hand it off, wait in line for a few minutes, get stuck, wait in line for a few more minutes to make sure that you don't pass out behind the wheel, which I don't think anybody does. Safety Just precaution. precaution. And, uh, it's the same precaution. They go on about your day. Or a similar precaution to when you give blood. They want you to exactly. hang out and have a snack. Exactly. Just to observe, you make sure nothing's going to go wrong. I think you got to take your own snack to the vaccinations. Yeah, you got to have it with you. They don't have any nabs. So. One hour in the books. It is the JT Show. We've got more coming up with you as we roll through the afternoon. We will talk about the uh, trooper school that is upcoming, or actually is ongoing, and the need for more troopers in the state of Mississippi. And uh, also going to check in on a new program that is airing here on Saturdays on Super Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. The use of Johnson & Johnson's coronavirus vaccine is recommended to be put on hold by federal health regulators. Six women who got it, fewer than one in a million, developed a rare form of blood clotting and one died. Dr. Peter Marks with the FDA says they think they know what's happening here. That is that this is an immune response uh, that occurs very, very rarely um, after some people receive the vaccine. uh, And that immune response uh, leads to activation of the platelets and these extremely rare blood clots. All six cases were in women 48 years old and younger. The prosecution rests in the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He's accused of causing George Floyd's death with a knee on his neck during his arrest last May. The defense will now show its own evidence and start calling witnesses today, possibly wrapping its case by Thursday, with closing arguments expected next Monday. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. 
Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaway items every Friday night. Post-game fireworks on Saturdays and matinee baseball each Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, group outings, sweet nights, and partnership opportunities are available now by calling 601-932-8788 or by visiting MississippiBraves.com. See the next generation of Atlanta Braves stars like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and more right here at Trustmark Park. Baseball returns on Tuesday, May 4th. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As introduced, the president's $2 trillion infrastructure plan had little bipartisan support. But after a meeting at the White House yesterday, Senator Roger Wicker told CNN's Jim Acosta he believes common ground can be found. After the meeting yesterday, I have every hope and belief that both sides really are negotiating in good faith. Wicker opposes raising the corporate tax. Vicksburg Mayor George Flaggs believes they'll be able to bank some of the federal money expected in the infrastructure bill. You mean be able to spend the money or start a project as soon as you elect to so why not let the money uh, be drawing interest the white house released a report card yesterday that gave mississippi infrastructure a d plus they say there are nearly 1400 bridges and almost 6,000 miles of highway in our state in poor condition i'm kelly bennett AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Do you want that dream job? Do you need the right skills and credentials to get there? Did you know more than 2,000 students have taken advantage of the MyBest program for free? Contact your local community college to learn more about the MyBest program. Take charge of your life and make your dreams a reality by attending a Mississippi community college. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. There were four confirmed tornadoes Friday and Saturday in Mississippi. The National Weather Service says an EF-1 touched down in Kosciuszko with winds near 95 miles per hour. Another EF-1 touched down in Lincoln County and traveled for over four miles. An EF-1 hit Marion County and trekked over seven miles. And an EFO tornado with winds over 76 miles per hour occurred near Pelahatchee and traveled over 11 miles. Residents are getting more comfortable with going out in public. It's something Coast Restaurant tour Rob Stinson has noticed in his own establishments. People with the vaccinations have a different degree of comfort than they've had, period. It's it's obvious. He did say he thinks the plexiglass that you see when you go in is probably here to stay. Get your tickets and good luck. Tonight's Mega Millions drawing is worth an estimated $220 million. The Powerball has climbed to about $67 million. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. If you're an employer and need workers fast, be a part of the Million Dollar Job Fair in Biloxi, April 14th at Edgewater Mall. This is the most heavily promoted job fair of its kind, with limited space still available. If you need workers, email jobfair at supertalk.fm. That's jobfair at supertalk.fm. Join other premier businesses who are already registered. The Million Dollar Job Fair is coming April 14th to Biloxi. So don't wait, as available space is limited at jobfair at supertalk.fm. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. This is the JT Show. I am not Gerard Gibbert. Richard Cross in for Gerard with you on this Tuesday afternoon. And happy to welcome right now Natasha Serdach, who is co-host of America's Roundtable, which is a new radio program that you hear on Saturday mornings here on Super Talk Mississippi. If you were listening for the Garden Mamas show with Nellie Neal, Weekend Gardening, you know that comes on at 8 o'clock. And by the way, Natasha has a huge audience you guys are now the lead into that uh, on seven uh, on Saturday mornings at seven thirty. Good uh, good morning. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. How are you today? Thank you, Richard. Thank you, and thank you to your listeners as well. Uh, we are great. We are. It's been great to hear that we are actually in a great spot with America's Roundtable Radio every Saturday morning in Mississippi, Super Talk Mississippi at seven thirty, and. Uh, we have a great pro program, unique program, with uh, co-hosted by Joanna Sami, uh, Governor Phil Bryant, and I, uh, bringing uh, the hosting uh, former and current uh, government officials, elected leaders, business media leaders, influential thinkers from America and around the world. Natasha, one of the things that has already kind of grabbed me about this, uh, a lot of times when you turn on either a talk show or a news program on television, it's who can yell the loudest. And, and that's all that, you know, I'm going to yell the loudest and I'm going to talk over you. And that doesn't really seem to be the makeup of, of what you guys are doing, that this is a more, uh, it is, uh, there's some opinion, but there's some news and uh, there's some respect that goes along with these conversations. Right. We are actually covering uh, uh, ver various issues, uh, public policy uh, issues that are actually affecting us as taxpayers and citizens. So legislation, regulation, even events uh, from the United States and abroad. And we're looking at uh, a best approach to resolving a number of issues. So we are inviting uh, influential thinkers and uh, leaders from the, as I said, from government, uh, media, elected officials to to see what are the having I mean, common sense approaches and always based on the principles. I mean, we have the principles on our side. Basically, right. we have the rule of law, which protects life, liberty and private property. And if you 
If you look at every issue that we are discussing today, we can always take those basic principles, Judeo-Christian principles, such as the rule of law, and we can decide what is right and what is wrong. Diversity within your show as well. And I know that because I hear your accent, and I've heard the accent of Governor <laughs> Phil Bryant for many, many years as well. So we've got the diversity right. angle covered. Uh, talk about your relationship, or, or tell me a little bit about your relationship with Governor Bryant, uh, how he became involved in this, and the role kind of that he plays uh, within the confines of America's Roundtable. Right. I mean, Governor Phil Bryant uh, struck me as a, as a unique, very brilliant mind and a principal leader that we had the privilege of hosting at our Jerusalem Leader Summit in Israel. So Israel is, uh, Jerusalem Leader Summit is one of the events that International Leader Summit is hosting. International Leader Summit is an organization and one of the initiatives is also America's Roundtable Radio. So we had the privilege of having uh, Phil Bryant, Governor Phil Bryant in, in Israel uh, discussing uh, topics and issues that are affecting Middle East, Europe, India, and United States of America. So we are bringing together always principal leaders and building a coalition uh, among these countries. So people that believe in the Judeo-Christian principles in the rule of law, which protects life, liberty, and private property. And it was so important to have uh, Governor Phil Bryant with us in Israel. And we are so uh, privileged and, and delighted to have him as a co-host of America's Roundtable Radio. He brings so much to the table, basically on any issue, any topic we're discussing, he has knowledge in it or had an ex experience. So wealth of experience is such amazing. And as you said, diversity, we are in diversity in a, in a way as well, because uh, my roots are from Eastern Europe, as you can see from my accent. Sure. And actually, actually, I, I, I have been in the States since 2008 and not long time ago. And uh, my 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 co-host, our co-host Jolan Ansami, is also Indian descent. So we do uh, bring diversity to the program, also by bringing foreign leaders into discussion to see how how to look into things and issues in perspective of what's going on in other parts of the world and how America is unique with our U.S. Constitution, with our consent of the governed, with our laws that are, you know, U.S. Constitution that is looked up to in every corner of this world. And we need to bring that to the forefront to, for people to understand what we have and the consent of the government so that we have this silent majority, so 70% of, of Americans that are almost being quiet on this recent requirement of ID, for example, in, in legislation that is coming up for, for next election. So 70% of Americans believe that ID requirement is needed to vote, 30% yeah. don't. So we just, as you said, uh, you know, we need to hear the silent majority in everything, because then we're going to have common sense policies as well. Natasha Serdach, who is co-host of America's Roundtable and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, we'll talk about that in just a second. I, I do want to ask you, because uh, of your um, international background, as, as you mentioned a second ago, being from Eastern Europe, the, the role that you play in things that are happening in, in Israel and, and other, the view from an international perspective of the United States and where we are right now. We know that traditionally, I think at least in most countries, certainly in non-communist countries, the United States has been has been viewed in a positive light. I'm curious if that view has changed dramatically from from your perspective in recent years from the international community. 
Right. Actually, you have to peel a bit, you know, international community. Basically, you have uh, you have the top elite, let's say, in all the countries, like European Union, having dictates covering all uh, states, member states in, in, in Europe. And then you have the people. So uh, the people looked up to the United States as a defender of liberty, yeah. uh, basically uh, with this genuine, amazing, brilliant uh, concept of uh, brand, three branches of government, the separation of powers that uh, all freedom-loving people want to institute. And usually authoritarian regimes are much against it. So you see that uh, people uh, love America to lead because we see less of uh, you know, more freedom when America is leading, less conflicts when America is leading. And at this stage, we see more of closing up relationship of the top America with the top European Union, with the top other authoritarian regimes like China. And, 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 and we see that constellation is not really working well. So we need to go back to, uh, you know, consent of the government, for people to have the leader that will lead America and the world, because as as Reagan actually contributed to the fall of the Berlin Wall and sure. communist communist countries becoming freer and actually free in the end, we need a strong U.S. leadership that leads for liberty, basically. It really is a uh, it's a fascinating and a, a complicated conversation. I, I, before we run out of time, I would like for you to tell me a, a little bit more about. International Leaders Summit, which uh, is an organization of which you were a co-founder. What's the what's the goal there? Right, International Leaders Summit is a think tank, and uh, it, it started as a conference platform, bringing together reformers, government ministers. Uh, you know, we had Prime Minister Matlar of Estonia, Finance Minister of Slovakia uh, Miklos, who instituted the flat tax in Slovakia. We had Maurice McTee, who had seven different ministries in New Zealand's government that reformed the country from a, a real socialist country to a free market economy. So we're bringing, you know, best practices. We're bringing reformers, doers who did great things for their countries in order to see those those reforms implemented in places that lack them. So we've seen a great move of Eastern Europe from communism to a bit of a, let's say it's not yet there, it's not free market, it's most of it, it's criminal to crony capitalism, <laughs> and Estonia is a leading, that's true, and that's what we see actually happening with the United States of America. We see this now convergence between the United States of America and post-communist Europe, because there is a there is a lack of rule of law, disrespect for the rule of law. Some people just think they're above the law, yeah. and that has to change. And then we see a lack of protection of property rights, as we saw burnings and, you know, just burnings and not, not respecting the businesses and the, and the other way of uh, protection of property rights through taxation as well. We see Europe converting, actually moving to the flat tax where, you know, low tax of 15% covers all income, like corporate tax and personal income tax. Well, here we just re recently heard that uh, Biden administration wants to increase the taxes, corporate rate tax from 21 to 28 yeah. percent. Just keeps going so, up. So, yeah, unfortunately. And then and, and uh, you yes, said we see, we Romania. See, you said it is with this flat tax that you're talking about that, at the 15 percent rate. Actually, it was 300 300 million people in Europe transition to the flat tax system where okay. they had the same low tax for personal corporate income tax and that was actually originally originated at Stanford University 
Hoover Institution by, by Alvin Rabushka. So instead of America adopting it, it started Eastern Europe. We'll see how we can just flatten it in, in America as well now. You can hear more Eventually. about this and lots of other talk uh, topics on uh, Saturday mornings at 7.30 on Super Talk Mississippi. It's America's Roundtable, a new show that is co-hosted by uh, Natasha Serdach. Thank you so much for your time. Good visiting with you this morning, and uh, hopefully we can talk again soon. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great visiting with you. Natasha Serdach from America's Roundtable, also co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. We've got more coming up with you. It's the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you. Okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Harvard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, at Harvard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Harvard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Harvard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must like them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Yes, I ain't too diplomatic. I just never been the kind to go along. Just avoiding confrontation for the sake of confirmation. And I'll admit I tend to sing a different song. Sometimes you just can't be afraid to wear a different hat. If Columbus had to fly, this old world might still be flat. Little Garth Brooks on a Tuesday morning for you. Closing in on the lunch hour. Richard Cross and Rhino with you on the JT Show. Gerard is off today. We are glad to have you along for the ride. You like hot dogs, Rhino? I, um, I'm not opposed to a hot dog. It's not my go-to, but yeah. Wait, In a certain situation, a, hot, a hot, dog hot dog is perfect. Guy. You're not a hot dog guy. Well, not if I'm just sitting on the sitting in the recliner watching a soccer game. But if I'm at a soccer game or at a baseball game or a football or any sporting event, that's the time for a hot dog. Yeah, I'm a big hot dog and guy. or nachos. But, but yeah, no, no question. The nachos. Do you have the jalapenos also? Oh yeah. Okay, gotta have them. Um, what if I paid you five hundred dollars to eat a hot dog or hot dogs? Then I could definitely become a hot dog guy. Now you're a hot dog guy. Oh, yeah. Tell me about this. The um, the hot dog eating job at baseball games? The food tester. All right. What you got? So apparently there is a company, a team at Bonus Finder, looking for a baseball fan and a hot dog fan all rolled up into one. And they are willing to pay you $500 to eat hot dogs and watch some baseball. Are you going to apply? I, I've got it pulled up right now. I think I'm going to do it during one of the breaks. To, all, all you got to do to apply is fill in the form on this website and uh, tell them why you think you would be the perfect Major League Baseball food tester. They do have some judging criteria they're looking for. What are the uh, what are the criterium for the best hot dog? They they want you to be able to describe the hot dog's appearance and color. To talk on the quality of the bun and the the bread flavor of the bun, the complexity of the hot dog flavor and the quality of the meat, the sauces and the toppings, especially the generosity thereof, and the bang for your buck, the value for your dog. And then they also want to let want you to know a little bit about the the game experience and the entertainment in the facility and the the atmosphere surrounding the stadium while you're enjoying your hot dog. There you go. All right. Maybe that's for you and you can uh, you can find that. I'm sure I will Rhino put a will... link in the Facebook on the Facebook page the JT show just go there and you'll be able to find it. There you go. Here we got a message on the uh, ceasefire text line. Sign me up. I'm a hot dog guy getting paid. There you go. Uh, G said that last intro bumper was Garth Brooks. Sounded like Charlie Daniels to me, but I could be wrong. Just saying, yeah, you're wrong. But thanks. It's against the grain from Garth Brooks. Which album was that on? Was that on Rope in the Wind? Or was it Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, his first album? No Fences? Let's see what the Google box says. Rope in the Wind, 91. There you go. I'm not music guy. 
but I can usually get Garth Brooks. Uh, Though Noah took much ridicule, building his great ark, after 40 days and 40 nights, he was looking pretty smart. Yeah, there you go. But thanks, dog. Good to hear from you. It did have kind of a Charlie Daniels sound. I'll give you that. Oh, yeah. It absolutely did. Uh, A recently enacted law in Mississippi could once again place the state in the crosshairs of the NCAA. Less than a year ago, the governing body of college athletics singled out Mississippi with a policy, uh, policy that was prohibiting championship events from being held in states whose flag featured Confederate imagery. There was one. That was us. And... That played a role in the changing of the flag. It was not the single factor, but it was part of it. There was pressure from the SEC. There was pressure from student-athletes. But frankly, Mississippians said we were, it's time. The best way, the most honest way I've heard it described is the NCAA took the chalks off the tires. Didn't start the engine. Didn't even push it. Just took the chalks off. Yeah. Um... Mississippi didn't change its flag because the NCAA said you can't play baseball here in June. But it was a contributing factor. The statement by the commissioner of the SEC. And, and look, I'm please, please, please. I'm not turning this into us relitigating the flag conversation. Not doing it. I'm just saying that there are similarities. So... During this past legislative cycle, we saw the passage and signing of the Mississippi Fairness Act, a bill that bars transgender athletes, biological males, from competing in women's sports in the state's public schools and universities. A statement from the NCAA Board of Governors came out yesterday outlining its commitment to inclusion and fair competition. I have lots of thoughts about this, and I'm sure you do as well. When determining where championships are held, NCAA policy directs that only locations where hosts can commit to providing an environment that is safe, healthy, and free of discrimination should be selected. We will continue to closely monitor these situations to determine whether NCAA championships can be conducted in ways that are welcoming and respectful of all participants. That, at least in part, is the statement from the NCAA. And so, I've had a lot of people, and you may have as well, and you may have had the question as well, wait, what does this mean for baseball? To a lesser degree, people curious about what it means for softball, but... We talked about it earlier. Super Bulldog weekend in Starkville this weekend. I don't know what the official attendance they're announce, going to announce is, but we're looking at north of 10,000 for each of the three games between Ole Miss and Mississippi State at Duty Noble this weekend. Last weekend in a top-five matchup, Ole Miss and Arkansas, north of 10,000 for all three games that were played. It's not attendance smack. It's just to underscore how big a deal college baseball is in the state of Mississippi. And so people are going, whoa, does this mean we can't host a regional? No. That's not what this means. But it is a reasonable question that you're asking if that immediately pops to the top of mind. 
there are layers to this. First of all, with regard to the baseball postseason. Baseball regionals are awarded on merit, not as predetermined sites. This year is a little bit of an outlier because they're doing the selection process earlier, but let's not get lost in the weeds on that. On a year-in, year-out basis, you are awarded the opportunity to host a regional and then potentially a super regional based on your accomplishments on the field. The NCAA starts getting heavy-handed when they are choosing championship sites in advance. To me, here's where it gets complicated for the NCAA. We're looking at this through the Mississippi lens. There are 30 states currently that have transgender laws. And Texas is one of those. And Arkansas is in the process of passing one or has just passed one as well. You telling me that the NCAA is no longer going to host any of its championship events in Dallas or Houston or San Antonio or Little Rock or Nashville or Georgia, you know, whatever all the other states are that these are going on. One that doesn't seem to fly. Two, there was some ambiguity in the statement from the NCAA. They left themselves an out. And the out that they left themselves is, we will continue to closely monitor these situations to determine whether NCAA championships can be conducted in ways that are welcoming and respectful of all participants. Guess what? Duty Noble and Swayze Field and Pete Taylor Park in Hattiesburg are welcoming of all participants. And the universities themselves are diverse and inclusionary and welcoming. I don't think we're looking at a situation where the NCAA is going to start penalizing the universities for a law that is in place at the state level. Now, what about the, uh, you got to draw a line in the sand, you're not going to be pushed around, don't tell me what to do. That's fair. It's absolutely fair. 100% fair. If you want to rewind to the flag and you just want... You probably don't really care where I stood, but I was having this conversation with a a guy via Twitter yesterday during Sports Talk Mississippi. I said I was very clear about where I stood on the flag. It was time. But I don't think every time that there is a liberal agenda item that is out there that the left wants to shove down the throats of conservative America, we kowtow to those needs just so we can... Have a baseball championship or a softball championship. Yes, you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. But I do have a question, and I will ask you that question when I come back. I want to hear from you. JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Common sense often seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it Poppy? He used to say, boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for. Best advice he ever gave me. And it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking. I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniker Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. Tray after tray of diamonds, every size, shape, and price range. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. So come get the quality she deserves. At a price you'll love, it's just common sense. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As introduced, the president's $2 trillion infrastructure plan had little bipartisan support. But after a meeting at the White House yesterday, Senator Roger Wicker told CNN's Jim Acosta he believes common ground can be found. After the meeting yesterday, I have every hope and belief that both sides really are negotiating in good faith. Wicker opposes raising the corporate tax. Vicksburg Mayor George Flags believes they'll be able to some of the federal money expected in the infrastructure bill. You may not be able to spend the money or start a project as soon as you elect to, so why not let the money uh, be drawing interest? The White House released a report card yesterday that gave Mississippi infrastructure a D+. They say there are nearly 1,400 bridges and almost 6,000 miles of highway in our state in poor condition. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. 
go with the home team. Super Talk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team in the Biloxi Gulfport Pascagoula market. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for five of the most well-known stations on the coast, Ole Miss baseball and football, great events like the Million Dollar Job Fair, 228 Awards, concerts, and festival sponsorships, email your resume to jesse at supertalk.fm. That's J-E-S-S-E at supertalk.fm. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. T-Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Trailers for sale or rent. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. I ain't got no cigarettes, all but... Two hours of pushing broom buys an eight by twelve four bit room. I'm a man of means by no means. King of the oh, That's one of Charlie Daniels' best there. Third <laughs> box car midnight. Don't text me, I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Alright, so I said I had a question for you. Uh, here is my question. So we're having this conversation about the NCAA and the, uh, the transgender law that was put in place. Let's not even talk about the law for a second. How big of an issue is this? How big of an issue were we dealing with where we had boys or young men who were identifying as girls or young women and were going through the process of becoming transgender who were then trying to go out and make the junior varsity or varsity girls basketball team at a high school in Mississippi. Was that happening? And and I guess the question that ultimately I'm asking, I, I'm not I'm not saying to you that I have a huge problem with a law that is the governor couch that protects our daughters going forward. Like I mean, in in theory, I'm on board. I there, physiologi- physiologically, anatomically, biologically, there is a difference between men and women. There is a difference between boys and girls. I used this example on the radio yesterday. My wife is physically fit and is active and works out. And it frustrates the heck out of her that I'm not, that I don't go to the gym, that I don't run or whatever else. And yet... She can work out every day for months on end or, you know, whatever, but then I can hop down and 
I can do more push-ups than she can. Not because I'm in better shape than her, but because physically I am different as a male than she is as a female. It's, it's just a thing. It's a fact. And despite the fact that, and, and one of the things that you read in here about, you know, why it's, it, we, we soak this up is because there is um, testosterone, uh, testosterone repression therapy that's in case. You're still anatomically and physiologically different. And that's not going to change. But my question is... Do we need to go down this road as a state? Was this an issue? Did we create an issue that didn't exist just so we could say, yeah, we did this. We're strong, red-blooded conservatives. I think you would have an argument there if you hadn't already seen it rear its ugly head in other states in the country. If this were something happening in, say, England or France or China or the Middle East, where it's in a totally different country... Yeah, yeah, it might be a bit of an overstep. But is an outlier reason to react that way and say, this will not happen where we are? By golly. I but would it's say... not happening where we are. It's almost... Well, put it this way. It would be different if you had an equal number of biological males competing in female sports and biological females competing in male sports. But it seems like that's only going in one direction. And it's negatively impacting women in America in the last year, year and a half. Yeah. I'm just not convinced that we're, we're, we're looking up and we're going, man, we got a bunch of females that that, that can't compete in high school basketball in the state of Mississippi because we got a bunch of females that used to be males. Uh, again, I'm not saying that the law in and of itself is bad because I can get behind the idea of protecting our females. A lot of text message, uh, messages coming in, and uh, we'll get to as many of them as we can on the C Spire text line. You want to text the show, you can. 601-879-4395. Very few things the governor has done that I've agreed with, but this is one. Here's one that says, that's why we nipped it in the butt. I think you mean bud, but nevertheless. Sue in Greenwood, if laws are being passed where you are, it is happening where you are. If I didn't work out, if I didn't work out, I'd work out too. Not following. Thomas and Greenwood. Yes, our legislators had to virtue signal to the base. That was more important than passing the repeal of the income tax. And the legislature wonders why they are having all these ballot initiatives. Amanda says, heading them off to pass. Somebody says a preventative law. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But it was, was it a necessary preventative law? You want to jump into the conversation, you can do so. 888-808-8637. Sid, you're in Hattiesburg. What's up, Sid? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, uh, I just wanted to question, uh, are you playing devil's advocate with your commentary, or is that the way you feel about it? What do you mean? Well, uh, you're saying it's not happening, but it's it's... it's it's, from what I'm hearing, more and more prevalent 
and, and, and other states, and, and should we wait until it's already happening and our, and our women are, are, are having to deal with uh, men winning their championships before we decide we want to uh, do something about it? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm I'm asking if it really is happening. So yeah, I mean, I know this popped up in Connecticut where you had a, an issue of what a, a, a male turned female that wanted to play high school girls basketball. But it, is it the big deal that we're making it? That that's my question. Well, I haven't followed it super closely, but I've heard also about uh, in track uh, events, maybe and, and and things like that. Uh, in particular, a couple of ladies that that were the best in the state, but these. Uh, biological males came in and, and they've been winning all the championships and they've taken scholarships and things like that. So uh, uh, that's, you know, I, I, we only know what we're told by the media. Yeah, I'm assuming that's going on. And another thing, you know, I, I, you may or may not have intended this, but, you know, it's a it's a tactic of, of, of this left agenda to t- try to equate uh, civil rights to these uh, to the to the to the rights of the of this uh, LGBTQ and transgender rights and and, and, and I reject that. Uh, I hope you weren't suggesting that, that that's got some validity to it. Yeah, Sid, I'm I'm honestly just trying to kind of talk through this thing and, and kind of look at all the different sides of where we are. I'm I'm not going to get up and and beat the table on on this particular issue right now, one way or the other, because I want to learn more about it. I, I want to understand more. Uh, I, I do appreciate and, and I appreciate the phone call. It's good to hear from you, Sid. And uh, you can jump in as well at 888-808-8637. Um, look, I mean, I probably don't line up 100% politically with where our good friend JT does. I probably don't 100% line up politically with Gerard. I just kind of believe what I believe. And and so I believe in being inclusive, but I also believe in being protective. And I do think that was a that was a, a key quote from the governor when he signed this bill into law in Mississippi. He said it sends a clear message to my daughters and all of Mississippi's daughters that their rights are worth fighting for. This legislation will work to create a fair playing field for the female athletes of our state. And on that, I'm in, a, I'm in agreement. I'm just not convinced that it's actually happening, and I do think it has presented a little bit of a complicating issue here. Now, look, I'm all for telling the NCAA to go kick rocks. The state of Mississippi certainly doesn't need the, the, the yahoos who can't chew gum and walk in Indianapolis, Indiana, that are running college athletics to come in and try and tell us what laws should and shouldn't be. So I'm kind of separating the two issues. I am asking why we put the law in. I mean, the, the left is generally accused of political theater and virtue signaling and grandstanding. There's a pretty significant element, whether you want to admit it or not, of virtue signaling and grandstanding that goes along with this law being plugged in to the state of Mississippi. You may want to throw something at me for saying that. That's fine. And you can certainly disagree with me. I'm not mad at you for disagreeing with me. But it's a little bit of a mess. Maybe. Or maybe it's nothing. I mean, I do think the important thing to remember in all of this 
is the NCAA did not pass a bylaw yesterday. They did not come out and say, Mississippi cannot host X because of this law. I think in a lot of ways, they probably made a pretty hollow statement to make themselves look good. But I do think it's worth asking the question, is is this something that made sense for Mississippi? Or was it something we did so we could just poke our chest out and say, won't happen where we are? It's the JT Show. We'll be right back. Now that's country. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, partly sunny conditions, high near 82. Tonight, 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 70 degrees. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Grass growing season is in full swing, and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to AcousticWaveMS.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. After first enacting a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 recovery plan without Republican support, the Biden administration says it continues to hope to strike deals with the GOP in order to advance a multi-part plan that could total more than three trillion dollars. Meanwhile, Senator John Thune of South Dakota said last week that the next round of coronavirus food assistance program payments should be coming out soon. Getting the payments restarted that were put on hold by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is a top priority, said Thune. As for the Wildfire and Hurricane Indemnity Program Plus, or WHIP Plus program, Thune noted that the sign-up deadline of April the 9th, that should mean payments will start to flow. Once the total cost is known, that will determine if more money will be added. He also said that when the 2019 crop payments are finished, that's when they'll figure out if there will be a WHIP Plus for the 2020 crop. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This is The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Good to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm not sure that I'm going to be invited back. <laughs> At least if the ceasefire text line is any indication. 601-879-4395. Here's what I will say. I appreciate all your interaction. And, and, and the thing is, a lot of you think you've painted me into a, oh, this is what Richard is and this is what he thinks, and that's just not the case. Like, I'm genuinely trying to have a discussion about a very layered and complicated issue, and my favorite response was, dear God, please heal JT. I miss him. You know what? So do I. So do I. I'm not trying to go back down the bathroom, Bill, or, or whatever. And a number of you are saying that, look, this is a proactive step taken by the governor and the legislature, that Senator Hill going all the way back to the Obama administration had been trying to protect the rights of, of women from trans... That's fine. That's fine. This is a topic of conversation because of a three-paragraph press release that came yesterday from the NCAA. It was a very woke press release. That's kind of how they operate. I think where I, I ultimately... I am not living in fear that my soon-to-be 11-year-old daughter and my soon-to-be 4-year-old daughter are going to miss out on opportunities in their life because someone who previously identified as a male and changed their mind or changed their anatomy and decided to identify as a male is going to cost them the hurdling championship in the state of Mississippi. Maybe it happens. And if it does, then I'll have to deal with a disappointed daughter at the time. I just think that that's not a super likely thing. The area of sports that I think it is the biggest issue is at the Olympic level. 
And they're kind of taking some different precautions there as well. You're talking about like at the international level of competition. Jeff and Grenada says JT would be having a complete meltdown on air. Okay. Amanda follows up. Yeah, we miss JT. God bless him. Do Lord Jesus heal our friend JT. Not that we don't like you, Richard. I'm with you. <laughs> Scotty and Pontotoc says, please get it out of your system before 3 o'clock. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we'll see where it all ends up. I mean, is there anything that I'm missing here that just like really stands out? For you, Rhino? No, that's just that's the one sticking point I have in this whole debate is if this were really about equality and equity, then you would be seeing the same exact number or close to the same number of biological females competing in male sports at the same level and biological males competing in female sports at a higher level. Because that's just biology. But we're not seeing that. You're seeing maybe a handful of biological females competing in male sports and not excelling, and a rather large chunk compared to the females competing in male sports of biological males competing in female sports. And then my question is, why even have a division in gender and sports if this is such a big deal? Why not just, all right, we're all playing baseball. We're all playing softball. We're all playing soccer. We're all playing football. Why do we have the divide there if we're not going to protect the division? Because men and women aren't the same. That's why we have the divide. And that's where I started with all of this. Oh, Richard, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. No, I'm saying it's complicated. And I'm actually going with a tactic that doesn't exist in American politics where it's like, hey, what if we actually talk about this? Like, what if we look at it from, from multiple angles? Not just, well, the transgender liar in the locker room might see your daughter. Oh, okay. But let's talk about it. That's all I'm saying. The other problem I have is the seemingly obvious solution is, well, if, if they want to compete, let them have their own league, their own system, their own setup. And that's just off the table. Yeah. So, like, separate but equal? Which is separate but not right. equal. That first of all, there are not enough people there. Right. Uh, We're talking Rob, about Robin a, Hattiesburg says virtue signaling is idiotic. I, I, I agree, but that's kind of the point, right? Because v- virtue signaling from those of us who sit on the conservative th- side of things is something that we talk about with liberals. Sometimes the mirror sucks. Can I just offer one last thing that'll make everybody mad? Like, I don't think I've managed to offend the people that are are against the idea of the transgender law. The overwhelming majority of people that are making this transition from one sex to another are not looking for the opportunity to go play in the low post on the basketball floor. Probably not their thing. And an alarming percentage transition back. Oh, let me go through that. Let, the, the let's see how you feel win text. I'll I'll check on that when we come back.
your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden joins leaders of Congress, family members, and others honoring Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans. He was killed on duty by a man who drove into a barricade at the Capitol April 2nd. Your son, your husband, your brother, your dad was a hero. Officer Evans is lying in honor at the Capitol today. Use of Johnson & Johnson's coronavirus vaccine should be put on hold, federal regulators say over reports of blood clotting in six recipients. One died. The CDC and FDA insist the condition is caused by a number of factors and is rare, but doctors need to listen to patients who received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine who show severe headache, abdominal pain, leg pain, or shortness of breath. If there are low platelets at that time, one needs to consider this entity. The FDA's Dr. Peter Marks, the regulators say they expect this pause to last days while they review more data. Fox's Evan Brown. America's listening to as locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When lawmakers start calling for new gun control measures, those who feel their Second Amendment rights are under attack start buying. Jimmy Primos is a managing partner at the range. Last year, the ATF tells us there were something like 8 million new people that to, bought that bought a gun. The data shows a lot of those first-time buyers are women and African-Americans. At our store, uh, we have the uh, concealed carry uh, classes. We can't schedule enough of those classes. And we do especially the ladies-only classes. Mm -hmm. And they fill up as soon as we post them. In the early going of the process to get Medicaid expansion on the ballot in 2022, Tim Moore, president of the Mississippi Hospital Association, told Supertalk Mississippi that support could be stronger than another recently passed initiative. As a matter of fact, we've got some indications that the initial baseline polls were actually better than the polls that were run with medical marijuana. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concert.
concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. There's some good news at the pump as prices remain steady over the past couple of weeks. Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg. Even though this is the period of the year in which our demand for gasoline starts to climb, we have more than enough gasoline and the price did not rise at all. In fact, from here we may see drops at the pump. Lundberg says the biggest factor in steady prices was a slight drop in the price of crude. For the first time in over three weeks, the Department of Health is reporting over 300 new cases of COVID. The latest report of 317 new cases brings the state's total up over 307,800. And with the confirmation of 23 additional deaths, 7,119 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. On a positive note, as of Monday, over an estimated 297,300 Mississippians have recovered from COVID-19. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's a season of Neater Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Weed Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. The moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome to the noon hour. If you are grabbing a, uh, a salad or a meat and three, or maybe it's a hamburger day at lunchtime, enjoy. We're glad to be with you. This is the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbert, and we're going to leave that last couple of segments in the rearview mirror and hopefully talk about something that is uh, a whole lot more fun. Co- uh, Colonel Randy Ginn uh, joins us right now. He is the director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol and also Assistant Commissioner of the Department of Public Safety, DPS, here in Mississippi. Colonel Ginn, great to see you on a Tuesday. How are you? I'm good, Richard. Thank you for having me. Spectacular outside today. Oh, it is. A good day to be not inside. Yes. Yes, I understand. An hour left and uh, can can get back out there a little bit. Um, Let's start out by talking about trooper school. Uh, I, I know that's uh, that's always a topic that is uh, is relevant and is necessary. So, where are we right now in the current cycle? 
I'm happy to report we started a school March 28th. Very good. We have uh, 57 cadets there this morning that are training hard, uh, working hard, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting out uh, in a couple of weeks. They're staying four weeks in a cycle uh, because of COVID. We've modified some stuff, so they're there for four weeks, and then they'll go home and uh, work out of the district that they're from for a few days before they come back for the next cycle. But uh, they look forward to uh, June the 30th is their big day putting this in the rearview mirror because trooper school is not it's not a walk in the park is it it's not there's a a, a very uh, strong physical component uh, a lot it's a we're a paramilitary organization to so a lot of structure a lot of uh, drill and ceremony and and things that uh, the average person doesn't go through or, or hasn't experienced unless they've been in the military or prior police service in comparison to uh, an army boot camp, with with that being on one end of the the military spectrum and buds training for for Navy SEALs at the other end of the spectrum, where does uh, where does trooper school fall? Well, having not completed either one of those trainings, but just uh, sure. from from hearing from from friends and and other people that have been through it, like I have, it it, it falls in the middle there. It's it's a little bit ahead of of. Uh, uh, your uh, basketball camp in the summertime uh, yeah. that we've all been to, and uh, it's not quite SEAL training, but it's it's very strenuous, like I said, and very vigorous and 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 disciplined, and and it needs to be. In terms of need, you said fifty-seven troopers in uh, in this class or aspiring troopers that are are in this class. Where are the needs right now in terms of uh, number of troopers that you've got that are, are patrolling the the highways and byways in Mississippi? Well, and we're we're at about 502 active troopers right now. So, okay. we're, and we're slated that we could have 650 if we had the budget for it and 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 the available personnel to put in them. So, we're, there's a great need because we have uh, people that are looking at retirement uh, in in the next few months. So, we'll need to replace them. And then there's also uh, just needs in the local uh, areas where uh, where we have trooper shortages. And and some of our districts, like the Batesville district. Uh, the Meridian District and and the Gulf Coast in particular have great needs because of the volume of people and the number of troopers that we have working there. We would have love to increase it, but all over the state, really, there's a need. So we we when we recruit, we don't have to recruit to just say you're going to one place or the other. We really have openings across the state. So you said so about 150 shy of of kind of what capacity could be if everything worked perfectly. I, I know that there were some. If not increases, it kind of at least returned to baseline for for budget numbers this year. But where are you budget wise in terms of if if you could fill it out, how far could you get? Well, we could obviously get five hundred and fifty because we've got five hundred and we what with what's slotted what's in, right now, what's in there now, plus and, some guys falling off the books, as, and as then well. they fall off. But I think we could come back and 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 replace them. And our hope is to have another school next year. Okay. Uh, the working with Commissioner Tindall, one of the big things that we recognize and realize is every year we're going to have retirements. We'll average twenty-eight to thirty a year, so we need to be replacing them yearly. Uh, and it takes time to grow the agency when you're graduating forty and you retire thirty. So you've got to you've got to have a steady approach to it, and you've got to do it over time. Because we didn't get here over time. We were at six hundred and forty uh, in two hundred two thousand and seven, okay. and then. 
we with the budget crisis and financial crisis, we only had two classes between that 2007 class and 2018. So the retirements didn't slow down, just our hiring did, and that's what brought us back to these numbers. So we're trying to build it up uh, as fast as we can, but we have to do it over time. But and we don't want to sacrifice uh, any of the training or any sure. of the things that they need to have and be able to do to come out. So over the course of 10 to 11 years, you were losing. On average, due to retirements, twenty to thirty a year, but only pushed about a hundred new into the system. Yes, sir. Mm. It's pretty significant, and and I guess makes up for the. Uh I don't know if shortfall is the right number, but being below the numbers that you were talking about kind of as the baseline in the uh, in the mid-2000s. Uh, we're visiting with Colonel Randy Ginn. What's been the reception? I mean, is there – if you say we're putting a trooper school opportunity out there, you're bringing in a new class, is there a pretty strong reception in terms of, of candidates, uh, a candidate pool, people that are looking to join the Highway Patrol? There's, there's a, I would say, a good reception. Uh, we've seen a fall-off in, in recent years, though. In, in previous times, if we'd announced we were going to have a patrol school, we'd have a 1,000 applications. and we wouldn't, Really? We wouldn't... For 50 slots? For 50 slots. And we wouldn't actually go out and do much recruiting at all. We'd word of mouth, you run it in a paper and have it on the news, and you'd get them. What we've seen the last few years is is a fall off of that where this year we had just shy of 500 applications for for this class okay. and part of that was covid related uh having trouble getting the word out and not being able to go recruit like we want to and others is just there are more opportunities for a lot of people uh some people are just shy about uh, going into a law enforcement career right now with some of the things they read and see in other states. But I don't think we have that here in Mississippi. Law enforcement generally has great support. And one thing that we're trying to do is increase our visibility in recruiting venues okay. uh, and make uh, uh, maybe a, appeal to a younger audience to prepare them at a younger age or entice them at a younger age to give us a look when they get ready for for all a career in law enforcement. You know, it's funny. If you go back to the time when you and, I, you and I were kids, I mean, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was, I want to be a baseball player, or I want to be a fireman, or I want to be a police officer. And I'm not sure that that's the answer necessarily that you would get if you ask an eight-year-old little boy or little girl that today. I think you're right. And, and I think one thing we're trying to do is, is maybe change that a little bit through our public affairs officers. And, and we've just entered into a, a program that we're starting with Etowamba Community College called CORE, C-O-R-E, trying to build, plant a seed from the core of the Highway Patrol with some younger applicants or young people to say, hey, you know, the Highway Patrol is not just the guy riding in the car that shows up at the wreck or the guy that pulls you over and has a ticket. Yeah. But to expose them to... What else is it? Well, it's the Criminal Investigation Bureau. Our Mississippi Bureau of Investigation is an avenue. Okay. There's a SWAT team. There's a SOG team. We have divers. We have a motorcycle unit. We have an honor guard. Uh, we have a motor carrier unit. Uh, there are so many different things. We, you can fly a helicopter eventually if you if you come to work for us and you get your pilot's license and meet the qualifications. So there's so many different things that they can do other than just uh, be in that car all day. Uh, we haven't had to give that information out or make that information as available, but now we see that through core. Uh, we'll be exposing those students at ICC to all of those avenues that they have to show them that, you know, the Highway Patrol is the largest law enforcement agency in the state of Mississippi, 
but it also has the largest amount of uh, opportunities for a young person through a 25-year career yeah. uh, to, to be exposed to and to be a part of. I am curious when, and, and I mean this kind of only pops up when serious things happen, but interagency cooperation. Uh, now, you just mentioned that MBI is under the purview of, of Highway Patrol, but when federal agencies are involved, what what is the cooperation and kind of the interagency working together like when it's necessary? Well, in the last few years, I can I can say without a doubt that it has grown closer and grown better. Uh, I just had a uh, a phone call conference call with MBN just before we came here, and some members of the DEA on some stuff. Yeah. You know, we have troopers assigned to task force and and all those federal agencies, and then the 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 we sense the need for us all to join together when there's something going on and to share information and to work together for the common good. Because at the end of the day, if the public's not safe and the public's not protected and we haven't done the best we can to give them a safe environment to live in, then we've fallen short, and none of us want to do that. So we're committed to to being good partners with with all of our state, federal, and, and our police departments and sheriff's departments, too, are, are great partners of ours in what we're trying to do to promote safety and to keep Mississippi safe like the citizens deserve to be. Yeah. You got time to hang with me for a couple more minutes? I do. Very good. Colonel Randy Ginn, who is director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol and assistant commissioner at uh, DPS. We'll continue our conversation with him. We're going to take a quick time out. This is the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbert. On this Tuesday, we will be right back. Back in town. Take it, Satch. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 
This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Back with you on the JT Show on this Tuesday. Richard Cross and Rhino in for Gerard and Colonel Randy Ginn, who's director of MHP, is with us right now. I want to go back to the recruiting conversation because I was thinking about something when you were talking about some of the different avenues that were available through MHP. I did not know that. I have to believe that some of our listeners didn't know that as well. But I think back to you know, some of the commercials that you used to see, whether it was for the Army or the Marines or, or the Navy, where they... You know, showed the guys climbing underneath the barbed wire in the mud, or you know, rappelling, or or jumping out of an airplane. I thought that always appealed to like this sense of adventure, wanderlust, however you want to describe it. I don't know how effective a recruiting tool it was, but I hear you saying some of those same things are available with a diving unit and a SWAT unit and the the SOG unit. I got to believe there are a lot of people that don't know that that's part of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. And I agree with you. They don't. And that's that's something that our recruiters are really out and doing. Like I said earlier, used to, we'd say we're hiring and you'd have a thousand people show yeah. up. And now that's changed. And, and we've gone through Major Polis and Lieutenant Chris Turnipseed and some others. We've kind of put our minds together and Master Sergeant Eric Henry trying to figure out how do we uh, make ourselves more appealing as an agency. And one thing uh, that that some of our younger troopers came up with is tell them everything we do. I mean, hmm. we don't just do this, and we don't just do that. We've got all these other avenues, and and we've tried to start doing that and be more intentional with hey, you've got once you get your foot in the door, and your foot in the door is going to patrol school and graduating as a trooper, then all of these other avenues open up to you, and all these experiences that you have the opportunity to have are yours. 
and I told them, told the cadets the other day when I addressed them on the first day. You know, we're they're going to look at June thirtieth, twenty twenty one, as hey, this is the day I made it. But really, our training never stops, and what we we as an agency have to train them for is June thirtieth of twenty twenty six, when they've got twenty five years in, and they can look back and say. Hey, I've had a successful career. I have been able to make a difference in all these lives because I did this or I had the opportunity to do that. Uh, you know, there's there's things that uh, troopers have done. Uh, you know, you get to meet a president every once in a while. If the president comes to town and you're part of that detail, you may yeah. shake hands with the commander-in-chief of the United States, and that's and have your picture made with. That's a, that's a big deal. Sure. Uh, but beyond that, you know, if you're – a trooper out there working the road and you're on our interdiction unit and you catch the guy that just murdered uh, his wife somewhere and everybody's trying to figure out where he's at and you've got him sitting on the side of the road because you just made a stop on a speeding ticket and you went a little further and you asked the right questions and you figured out what that is. Or if you just stop when you see the car on the side of the road and you help the lady with a flat tire that her phone is dead and she doesn't have anybody to call to come help her. Those kind of things that you get to do on a regular basis make you feel good and know that you're serving uh, the people that ha- expect you to be there and will need you to be there in their time of need. I, I think most all of us can agree that teachers and law enforcement officers are kind of in the same category in that they are underpaid. It is the opportunity for growth there? I mean, obviously. If you're in the highway patrol for 25 years, you're not making the same amount of money as when you graduated from trooper school. But is there a steady path for growth that is visible that, that can be attractive to somebody that's not necessarily just looking for a job but for a career? There is, and, and we have opportunities. And the legislature's been very kind to us in, in providing us with a with a graduated pay scale over time that rewards you for for longevity. Yeah. And then there are other opportunities for promotion and, and opportunities. If you're on a task force with a federal agency, there's opportunity for extra uh, incentives there as well. So there there are uh, built-in growth opportunities that, that you're exposed to and have the opportunity to take advantage of once you get in the door. Sure. Um, visiting with, uh, with Colonel Randy Ginn, who's director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol, kind of as a, a final thought, we're, we're – well – I was going to fast forward to holiday season, but before we do that, we went through this year where nobody was going anywhere. Did you guys notice that there were not as many people on the road, and now have you seen a considerable uptick in the last few months? We certainly have, and, and you know, the COVID changed everything. It changed some of the things that we could do or we, we had time to do because we had other missions that we were assigned yeah. during that time. But in the last few months, we haven't had a conversation yesterday with Lieutenant Colonel Sanders, who's our chief of the uniform division, about the increase in fatalities that we're seeing this year. And, and you know, everybody was kind of pinned up and, and held up for such a long time, and everybody's anxious to get out and get going and want to get where they got to go. But uh, we've, we've had – We've started some campaigns to stress the dangers that we're seeing. We've started the drive campaign, which is to try to educate our our young people on the distracted and other driving habits that they don't need to pick up or they need to break if they're doing that. And we've began to see some details in some areas where we're seeing an increase in fatalities and increase in DUI wrecks that that we're having to do because traffic has picked up. And, And it seems like we went from real fast, just real slow, and now we've 
gone real, real fast. <laughs> so we're trying to get it back a little bit. Everybody kind of get back in the swing of things. Um, final thing for you, and, and really appreciate your time this afternoon. In, in terms of initiatives or big-picture items for, for the Highway Patrol, what, what's on the die? If you, if you had a, a big white dry erase board on, your, on the wall in your office and you said, you know, this, this is what we want to accomplish over the next 12 to 18 months, what's on that list for you? Uh, an increase in, in manpower would be okay. one of the big ones. And then I would like to see us uh, continue to push to try to increase the opportunities for our, our, pers- our personnel to uh, develop into better uh, men and women who are uh, a higher contributing portion of our state in their personal lives and then in their professional lives and to give them opportunities for growth that will will not just help them be a better trooper but maybe help them to be a better little league coach because they've learned some things in a class or to be a better mom or dad or husband or wife but just to to be better contributors to our state as a whole uh we get a message by the way from bo roland who says he's the director of the itawamba community college law enforcement program says he's been getting a lot of interest from the students so there we go it's going exactly the way you want it to Sounds good. We're glad to hear that. Colonel Ginn, thanks so much for stopping by. I appreciate your time, and I uh, hope we didn't mess up lunch too much. No, you're good. Thanks, Richard. Good Ab- to be here. Absolutely. Colonel Randy Ginn, who is director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol and assistant commissioner of DPS, and he uh, he keeps Johnny Polis in line as well. I know Major Polis is a regular around here, so uh, uh, obviously that's uh, maybe a handful some of the time along the way. This is the JT Show. Richard Cross filling in for Gerard Gibbert with you on this Tuesday. Something that you're going to hear about coming up later in the week. I think the uh, commissioner is going to be coming by as well. Uh, Lawmakers have approved major increases in power, authority, and spending for the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. That happened in the session that was just completed. The agency is going to be taking over law enforcement duties from the Mississippi Department of Transportation. MDOT, you know those silver cars that you see on the side of the road, you know they're not pulling you over, but sometimes they've got lights on them. Uh, And then also taking over the uh, Capitol Police, among another changes, uh, some other changes. And Rhino, uh, this is something that uh, we'll learn more about later in the week. But feels like it makes sense kind of pulling those entities all under one umbrella. Yeah, it kind of seems like that would be a more efficient way to run it. <laughs> Efficiency in government. <laughs> That's a thought. Colonel Ginn hasn't left yet. I, I'm not going to necessarily take you f- too far down that road. But in terms of um, cohesion and working together, this feels like a step in the right direction for the state, doesn't it? I think it'll be a good thing, yes, sir. We look forward to the opportunity. We have a lot of friends at Capitol Police and at MDOT that we've worked with over the years and worked closely with, and now obviously we'll work closer together. And I think the the uh, jobs that we do all uh, uh, coincide with safety, and uh, I think that uh, it will be good for uh, those agencies to be a part of DPS and obviously a, a good thing for DPS to have the, the extra help in trying to keep Mississippi safe. Yeah, and in terms of like a, a silo um it certainly seems to make sense for D, uh, for Capitol Police to fall under the same group as as MHP and 
the other things that are yes, under sir. the DPS MHP, umbrella. MHP, MBN, MBI, all of, all of those components fit together nicely. So all of those things will be uh, rolled under the uh, the same umbrella of the Department of Public Safety. Uh, Mark in Gulfport says, uh, good interview, nice job. Thank you, Mark. That's far nicer than some of the messages that were coming just a little while ago. Uh, we're glad to uh, hear from you. Uh, this afternoon. Uh, you want to be part of the show, you can text us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. That is the number, 601-879-4395. Half an hour left with you until we hand things off to Gallo Rewind, Richard Cross, and Rhino. This is the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, partly sunny conditions, high near 82. Tonight, 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 70 degrees. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Morgenstern has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind them, sawdust. 
How many bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasion. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When lawmakers start calling for new gun control measures, those who feel their Second Amendment rights are under attack start buying. Jimmy Primos is a managing partner at the range. Last year, the ATF tells us there were something like 8 million new people that to, bought that bought a gun. The data shows a lot of those first-time buyers are women and African-Americans. At our store, uh, we have the uh, concealed carry uh classes. We can't schedule enough of those classes. And we do especially the ladies-only classes. Mm -hmm. And they fill up as soon as we post them. In the early going of the process to get Medicaid expansion on the ballot in 2022, Tim Moore, president of the Mississippi Hospital Association, told Supertalk Mississippi that support could be stronger than another recently passed initiative. As a matter of fact, we've got some indications that the initial baseline polls were actually better than the polls that were run with medical marijuana. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine. Paid for by AARP. Super Talk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team in the Biloxi, Gulfport, Pascagoula market. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for five of the most well-known stations on the coast, Ole Miss baseball and football, great events like the Million Dollar Job Fair, 228 Awards, concerts, and festival sponsorships, email your resume to jesse at supertalk.fm. That's J-E-S-S-E at supertalk.fm. Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. Are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The problem for Democrats isn't with Republicans, it could be with Democrats as they try to maintain fragile coalitions in both the House and Senate. Progressives like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez demand provisions from the Green New Deal, additional home care, 
paid family and medical leave. Bernie Sanders wants to expand Medicare to cover dental and hearing. Passing Democratic priorities boils down to the math. It's a Goldilocks problem. A bigger bill satisfies liberals and alienates moderates. A smaller bill has the opposite effect. It's unclear if President Biden can make the legislative porridge just right and keep Democrats at the table. House Democrats can only lose two votes on their side of the aisle and still pass a bill. With you, phone lines open. If you want to jump in, feel free. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. The easiest way for you to be a part of the conversation is on the C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Concerts are finally returning to Mississippi on April twenty fourth. You can catch the Twilight Concert Series over eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You'll hear the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more as they take the stage for this incredible event. And since you will be at Renaissance at Colony Park, you'll be surrounded by incredible dining and shopping. VIP seating still available. If you can beat Rhino to the punch, get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net. Can we up for a little music outside? Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. the way they got it set up. I think that's going to be the uh, the outdoor venue model going forward. Where you think so? They sell pods, and you, you buy a, a plot, and that's your pod. And they got it marked off, and you can do whatever you want to within reason in that pod, and it's yours to do with. You can socially distance if you want to. Y'all can all sit on one little blanket. Yeah. Um, let's see here. On the uh, C Spire text line, Jeff wants to know if my tires have been slashed yet. Um, Andy and Jackson says, Richard, you cannot work this time slot anymore. It's throwing my whole day off. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, thanks for... <laughs> Randy says, go away, I think. He says, listened all weekend, most weekdays at 3, enjoyed filling in, but uh, got to go away. Uh, anyway, uh, Make-A-Wish Wednesdays, that is tomorrow, when a child is diagnosed with a critical illness, life will never be the same. All that feels normal is disrupted. Make-A-Wish, Mississippi's mission is to give back a piece of those children's childhood. During these challenging time uh, times, wishes need you more than ever, and so we ask you and encourage you to tune in for Wish Wednesday to hear inspirational stories of hope, from Wish families. Then make life changing wishes come true by going to ms.wish.org and clicking on the donate button. I was looking last Wednesday when we were doing our Wish interview in the uh, the afternoon. There are three different big rectangle red donut button or uh, donate buttons, not donut, donate buttons. It's lunchtime on the uh, homepage. So it's easy for you to figure out how to donate. Uh, again, it's ms.wish.org. Click on the donate button. Special thanks to uh, our friends at Mississippi Sports Medicine, our World Wish Day partner this year. Um, I will give you topic A or topic B, Rhino. You get to choose. Let's go with B. Good. Topic B comes from a story that I can't actually open up because I've read too many of the articles or whatever. So, (laughs) the lady 
who got more than she bargained for in terms of an auto deposit. Yeah, it all happened in Louisiana in February, but it's just now coming to light. Okay. A sheriff's dispatcher was expecting to get a, a small deposit from Charles Schwab, Charles Schwab. Okay. And uh, when she went to the bank, she noticed there was over $1.2 million in her bank account. Because of Giddy a, up. Oh, yeah. A computer error at Charles Schwab, instead of depositing a little over 80 bucks, deposited over a million bucks in her account. Okay. And when they realized what they had done... They contacted the bank, and she'd already taken out a big chunk to go buy a house and a new car. Okay. Now she's been arrested for fraud and lost her job as a dispatcher. That story took a pretty tough turn. Yeah, you're uh, you're supposed to be able to keep up with how much money you got in your account, and uh, even if somebody deposits it by accident, it's not yours, technically. Hmm. What would you do? If I checked my account and all of a sudden had three commas? Yeah. I would double check and then call the bank. Because you don't want to go to jail. Right. That ain't mine. Somebody did that. The next option is withdraw all of it and immediately leave the country? Uh, To a non-extradition country, yes. Although that'd be tough to live on that much for that long. Yeah. Although you could try, because, I mean, I've seen some... Some quote unquote viral videos that have, they, I think they started on TikTok and then made their way to YouTube and now they're on Twitter and they're, whatever. It's a guy that lives in Fiji, I believe, and he's a spear fisherman. And he lives in a villa right there on the beach with a pool. Beautiful place. And it's 400 bucks a month. Hmm. And he just goes spear fishing, gets all the seafood he wants. You can live for a lot of years on $400 a month if you have a million dollars. It would Not be in the bank. Easier. Can't put a million dollars in the bank. It's got to be cash. You're going to have to find a, like a, a coconut suitcase or something to <laughs> store it in and keep it away. Uh, Thomas in Greenwood wants to know if she expected different. I, I mean, I would like to think that she's not necessarily inher- an inherently bad person. She was charged with bank fraud, illegal transmission of monetary funds, and theft greater than $25,000. She'd been a dispatcher at the uh, parish in Harvey, Louisiana. That seems a little harsh. I feel like she should have been given the opportunity to return the money. They say they have recovered the majority of the money. So why you send her to the pokey, too? I mean, they're the, they, they kind of screwed up, too. It's isn't just her. Oh, I would definitely be upset if I were going down for it, but I I don't think I would have done what she did. Yeah, yeah, no. You're way better off finding a suitcase with, you know, unsequential, unmarked bills in it than you are having Charles Schwab, of all people, uh, erroneously make a million-dollar deposit into your account. As long as that suitcase doesn't have an ink packet in it to explode when you open it. I mean, you'd eventually wash the ink off, wouldn't you? I don't think you can. Ever? I think they've got that stuff designed to where it doesn't come off. All right, so then you just go to a tattoo artist, right, and uh, you pay them with a stack of some of those bills. Or does the ink packet all over the money, too? It's all over the money, too. Uh, That's an issue. Yeah. 
Then let, I guess they could just print more because I mean that seems to be the the mo at the Fed right now. Yeah, why not? Just uh, just print a little bit more. Uh, speaking of federal level stuff, it appears as if President Biden is about to bring home everyone from Afghanistan. That was announced uh, about. 30 minutes after we got kicked off today, at about 10.30 this morning, President Biden announced he plans to have a full 100% withdrawal of all troops in Afghanistan by September 11th on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Longest war in United States history. It sure feels like it needs to come to an end. And yet... The withdrawal of all U.S. troops leads to an inevitable outcome, doesn't it? Yeah, and announcing it this far in advance just gives them even more time to plan for when it happens. And we've already seen what happens when you have a major drawdown in what was the explosion of ISIS and insurgency in that power vacuum that's left over. Yeah. Afghanistan is not a place where you just want to fight an endless war. But and and twenty years kind of feels endless. Oh yeah, there are, there mean, are young men and women fighting today that were not even alive when the nine eleven attacks happened, which is crazy. How old were you? I was in tenth grade. Okay, yeah, I was a uh, sophomore in college. Um. Don't you think in some ways we have desensitized, uh, not, maybe not some ways, just period. Unless you have a son or daughter or brother or sister or cousin or nephew or niece or best friend who is fighting in Afghanistan, or you are just a, a slave to the news and you keep up with it just religiously, you don't wake up in the morning thinking, oh, we're fighting in a war on the other side of the world. It is just been something we've done for so long that it's like it's not even a thing. It certainly brings into question the role of the United States on the global stage as to what's expected and what's needed and what's necessary and what matters in terms of global stability and well, if we don't do at it, what point are you just whizzing into the wind? I know China and Russia would love to step in. And perhaps not with the uh, same moral compass that we have? I would highly doubt it. We will wrap up the JT Show with you after this final timeout. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. It's scary to be diagnosed with stage three rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out. So I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week. 
And all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands compassionate hearts. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web MajesticMetalsINC.com Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, Go to autotrimdesigns.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? <laughs> he just smiled and said, it's Thursday. <laughs> so just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our Great American Cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load to keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Chubby Checker. 
you watch The Wonder Years growing up? Not a whole lot, but I did. Uh, I did catch it from time to time, and I really like. I can't remember the guy's name. The the, the main character, Kevin. I really liked him in Princess Bride. <laughs> okay, but I, I was never a huge Wonder Years fan growing up. Uh, Kevin was uh, played by Fred Savage. That's the name. What about Winnie? Gwendolyn Winnie Cooper. I remember growing up, there was a rumor that his friend actually grew up to be Marilyn Manson. He kind of had that look. Mm. So, The Wonder Years debuted in 1988. And it was about a family growing up in the 60s, right? Yeah, late 60s. It was set 20 years before the premiere date. Okay. Which means, as we sit in 2021... If we made Wonder Years in 2021, it would be set in 2001. You feel old yet? Yeah, but I'm trying to... Okay, in terms of changes... From 1968 to 1988, decor inside a house, the role of Kevin's mom, the vehicles, the television setup, the small town Americana sidewalk, bicycle. 1968 to 1988, pretty significant. Would it be significant? Would it feel significant 2001 to 2021? I think you would see, you definitely see more product placement because in that time period, you saw a much bigger percentage of your take home disposable income spent on consumer electronics. In which window? In. In the first from, from eighty eight to two thousand one. No, 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 no. I, I I didn't ask that well. Okay. In, in terms of a change in where we were, like as a country. Oh, okay. Sixty eight to eighty eight bigger change, or oh one to twenty one bigger change. It's got to be sixty eight to eighty eight, doesn't it? I mean, we've seen the proliferate d- during this second window. It's been the proliferation of high speed internet and Facebook and it, so much tech driven. Right. But we had big screen TVs, like wall mount plasma TVs in 2001. And we had cars that didn't look like tanks in 2001. They all looked it, like melted soap bars. I mean, the, the, the automobile transition from. Sixty-eight to eighty-eight was pretty significant. I don't know. Adam and Baldwin, we are farther away from the eighties than the eighties were from the forties. <laughs> that hurt. As a guy who was born in nineteen eighty, that hurts. Uh, somebody says sixty-eight to eighty-eight biggest change. Vietnam ended. Chris the Mailman. iPhones, bro. Was that 01? Is that when the iPhone debuted? No, that wasn't until 2007. 
Yeah, but in the 01 to 21, the iPhone didn't come along to 07. Did you ever have a BlackBerry? Oh, yeah. I had the, the BlackBerry Pearl. Yeah. With a little trackball track that ball broke after about six months. Yeah. They and were then awesome, using man. that phone became a task. You had to learn all the hotkeys that would make it move up and down. Yeah. Hey, we got a, uh, a message with regard to the uh, the pullout in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. We made that mess over there. We owe it to them to clean it up. Hasn't that kind of been what we've been trying to do for the last most of the last two decades? And the, is there any cleaning up? And is there any desire to have it cleaned up? I think that's part of the problem when you look at especially that area of the world. That's an area of the world that has been civilizing and collapsing and civilizing and collapsing and in perpetual war for the better part of 4,000 years. And then after World War One, the powers that be decided, we're just going to draw a bunch of lines on a map and call it this. And we're still dealing with it to this day. Thanks for being with us. Good to sit in the chair. Gerard will be back tomorrow. At least I presume. I will not be here tomorrow. I assume that Gerard will be back. Always nice working with you, Rhino. It's always fun to see you. Thanks for being with us on the JT Show. Richard Cross in for Gerard Gibbert. Rebecca will be coming your way in a couple of hours. Then it's Sports Talk Mississippi. Gallo Rewind coming up next. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Talk Mississippi Media Production.